was gone for another week. I'm sorry about that. Of course, every little bit in the NBA happened while I was gone. Guess what happened? Uh, so, by the way, the Bucks won the finals. Let's go. I was cheering for them after the Celtics lost because, you know, I, I just got to keep on, I got to keep on rocking with the East. I love, I love the East. I was cheering for the Bucks all the way after the Celtics lost, by the way. I'm a diehard Celtics fan, by the way. Uh, but let's get into it. So the Bucks won the finals. Giannis, finals MVP for sure. I can tell you that he's going to be the finals MVP already. So, over in the NBA, uh, Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso signed with the Bulls. Uh, so, Lonzo Ball, he signed... I'm gonna, you know what? I'm, I am going to pull up the exact thing for you. All right, so Alex Caruso, he signed for $67 million, And then uh, for $85 million, Lonzo Ball signed for $85 million with the Bulls of all teams. And then some other big news for teams that wear the color red. The, this is crazy, one of my least favorite teams in the league, the Miami Heat. They have signed, they have signed Kyle Lowry onto the squad. So now they have a big three of sorts. They got uh, Kyle Lowry, Jimmy Butler, and Bam Adebayo. The one problem with this is you are paying Goran Dragic because this wasn't a trade. He... He, they signed him. They didn't trade for him. That means you're paying Goran Dragic $18 million potentially to be playing off the bench. Almost, you might be paying him almost $18 million to come off of the freaking bench. The only player I would pay $18 million to come off the bench is, I would probably say, Maybe like D'Angelo Russell, maybe. Like I'm not gonna be, I'm not, cause that's you're already overpaying him, cause he's not. I can tell you he is not worth 18 million, in my opinion. Okay. So if he's not even worth 18 million starting, then why would he be worth 18 million coming off of the freaking bench? Okay. Yeah, think about that. Over. In Utah, over up in the mountains of Utah, they, the Utah Jazz have signed a Rudy Gay from the San Antonio Spurs to a two-year deal. Uh, he's getting old, but I honestly think this is a pretty good accusation. Be- Did I just say accusation? Uh, okay, that was the wrong word. This is a very nice fit, okay? is a very nice fit because this way they can still this is a, this will become a deadly matchup right here you have mike conley running the point scoring for you uh he can score without the ball in his hands 
at all times, so that let so that lets your sh- your shooting guard Donovan Mitchell, your star player, go to work. Then at small forward, you. This is actually a super tough decision. You're gonna either have Joe Ingles, Bojan Bogdanovic, or Royce O'Neal coming there. I say you put Bogdan Bogdanovic at uh at small forward. At power forward, you put Rudy Gay, their new uh the the new player that they that they signed from the Spurs. And then at center, obviously, you have Rudy Gobert. The pretty much the only option you have there. Uh, but over, over down in Phoenix, in Phoenix, you have Chris Paul re-signing f- for $44 million for his player option. He re-signs to the Suns, okay? Uh, and then, I still have a couple more, I think. Because I'm just talking about signings right now. There have been a bunch. Oh, and then Dwight Howard came back to the Lakers. This is ridiculous how much, how often he comes to the Lakers. He tried to form a super team with Steve Nash and Kobe. That, that completely failed. That was one of the worst attempted super teams of all time. Worst attempted. Okay. And then he went and played for the Hawks and the Rockets and stuff. All of those teams. Those two teams. And then he came with the he came to the Lakers in twenty nineteen, won a quick championship there, went to the Lake I mean, not the Lakers. He went to the 76ers this year because he wanted to see, because he thought that they had a chance at contending. But then, now he is back. He is back on the Lakers again. Poised to win a championship. They also got Trevor Ariza. Okay. I don't know a lot about this guy. I'm pretty sure he was playing for the Heat. I don't know, I can't even remember. But, one of the biggest signings for the Lakers in the past couple of years, uh, the past couple of years, this is one of their best signings by far. Russell Westbrook is now a Laker. He is playing for the Lakers. He teamed, he teamed up for a he teamed up with AD and LeBron, okay? But he's going to have to figure out how to become potentially that third star. He, we, let's just say he has had trouble fitting into the second spot. He had trouble doing it in OKC when KD wanted to be the number one guy. He had trouble doing it with the Rockets with James Harden. He is not that great of an off-ball player. He needs to learn that he is not going to be the star if he wants to win a championship. And then even when he kind of figured it out, he went back. When it came down to the final minutes, he said, it's it's rust time. It's my time to shine. 
but whenever he does that, they always end up not winning. You have to he has to learn how to play next to LeBron James in AD. If he doesn't, that's proof that he's not going to be able to stay in the league once he once he's like once he gets older, older. Because if he can't fit in a certain role, if he can't even fit in as a third star, who thinks that he can be coming off of the bench when he's like 37? Vince Carter slid into that role perfectly. He said, all right, guys, I'm like 35. I was Vinsanity back in the day of the Raptors. I was... I was doing some crazy dunks back then. I was I was a superstar back then. But I'm just but he accepted I'm an old washed player pretty much that can't play well anymore and he's not going to get signed to be a starter. So he said, "I'm just going to ride the bench and be a fan favorite and be a good locker room player with great experience for teams." He he was able to give up being a good player. He was he was like after that, I, like for for doing that, I view him as one of the best players because, like, MJ, I I know that he was still awesome once he was older, but if you asked him, if if he, if you just said if the first if the first word of the contract was you're you're coming off the bench, you could try and play pay him you could try and pay him 50 million dollars a year coming off the bench he would not come off the bench neither would Kobe I get that they they were still great when they were old I get that but they just but after that they just retired obviously Kobe's you understand his he had like a whole family going and stuff so he's not going to risk getting injured and, like, put himself in, like, because he doesn't want, like, a permanent injury where, like, all of these injuries are going to make it so he can't walk very well when he's 40, okay? So he had a reason, but MJ, he could have slid into that role. He chose not to. He didn't want to, no, no way was he ever playing on the bench. No way, there's a chance that, like, there's a chance that James Harden and KD might not come off the bench ever. You just have, if he, that just means, like, Russell, Russ is going to have to accept his role. If he doesn't, that is what is going to hurt him the most. If he doesn't, that, like, even Carmelo Anthony kind of did it, but he was kind of forced to because, it comes down to either you ride off the bench, you play off the bench, or you're out of the league, bro. So, he better slide into that role of coming off the bench at some point. But we will know if he will after this season. If he can fit in with LeBron and AD, I don't think it's going to work, okay? I don't think that they're going to win a championship, okay? I think that they're going to have the Russell Westbrook curse where he will not fit in with the group. They will have the curse of Russell, Russell Westbrook. I think if you have Russell Westbrook on your team, you're automatically not going to make the finals. You're not even going to make it there, let alone win a game there. I think it's just like a curse. 
like I think he's cursed. He can't fit in. Like obviously you're like he is a professional athlete. It's not that hard to just like give up the ball and be an off-ball player. But he has shown time and time again he is not a good off-ball player and he cannot be the second or third star on a team. So he better buy into his role this year because if he's making $40 million a year, he better be playing well, okay? That's my thoughts on that signing. But going over to the MLB, the the Cardinals are... They made, I think, I don't, I don't know if it's official, but I think, but actually there were some rumors about them getting Trevor Story and pairing him up with uh, his old teammate back uh, from Colorado, Nolan Arenado, uh, but but he did not end up going to the Cardinals. Uh, but I think it's also rumored that we might get John Lester. He he's a pretty good pitcher. I don't. It it might actually be official. I don't know for sure. That's just some Cardinals news for you guys. Uh, but that that and that was some that was just some rockets, literal rockets of information from the NBA. Because I missed a while. And then you have KD setting an Olympic record for most points in an Olympic career. Uh, He also led us past Spain, I think, and another team. And we got to the and We're in the semifinals, people. Give it up for my guy, Kevin Durant. Uh... By the way, uh, I really think that uh, I think that the Nets need to trade Blake Griffin right now because he, in his after his prime, this has been the this has been the best value you could get out of him so far. I say this because you have to understand, my guy, he was playing like garbage on the Pistons. He comes to the Nets and he just has a resurgence of being able to dunk like crazy. He's dunking on people. He's getting rebounds. He's being be he's becoming a a uh let's he's becoming an above average above average defender. He what cuz he did a decent job on Giannis. He didn't just let him waltz into the paint like all of the other power forwards and centers that try to guard him. Uh, I'm going to get, after this right here, I'm going to talk about Giannis, okay? I'm going to talk about why he is the most dominant player in the NBA. But, hold on for a second. Let me go back to, uh, I'm going to go back to, uh, I'm going to go back to the Blake Griffin thing. His value is at its peak since he's out of his prime. Since he's not in his prime anymore, uh, he, this has been by far his highest value since he has been playing this bad. Let's just say that, okay? I think we can all agree about that. All of us sports guys can. 
There's his. There's the peak of his value. I say you package, you package Blake Griffin, and you package Blake Griffin, DeAndre, and DeAndre Jordan, and I think that they could have easily gotten. I think that they could have gotten Al Horford for that actually. Uh, get some veterans to. Ch- uh, they could have gotten some veterans to teach up all those young players over in OKC. Uh, but now, they don't have a lot of options. But I think that if they paired Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, I think that if, if they packaged them together, I think that they could maybe get... I think that they honestly... I think they could have gotten... A guy like Tristan Thompson, too. Just a low-level, not-high-usage rebounding center. And I think that the perfect fit for the Nets, they need a defender. They need a rim protector. They could have paired DeAndre Jordan up with Blake Griffin. They might have needed to add a second-round pick in, but they could have gotten, I think that they could have, I think that they could still get, uh, they could probably still get Nerland Noel of the Knicks. I think he didn't get traded, or I don't think he signed anywhere, so I think that they could get him. And even if he did get traded or signed, or if he signed somewhere, they could still, uh, trade for him, uh, like towards the middle, like the beginning of the season. Uh, but over, over to Giannis, okay? This is why he is the best. This is why he is the best player in the league. I'm taking a, I'm, this is a hot take right here. He is the best player in the NBA. He is, he's probably the strongest too, okay? He's, he's super fast for a power forward. He's almost seven foot. And he's almost going as fast as some of these small forwards. I think if you put him in a race, he might be just as fast as someone. He might be just as fast as James Harden because of his strides. And then you have to understand, he is the most unstoppable for sure. He he could waltz into the paint if he wanted to, okay? Literally, all you have to do is have an isolation with him. Iso him. Have everyone else standing in the corner. And just have him drive straight to the rim. Every time. If he works on his free throws, he will be... He he would by far be the best player in the league. I think he's the best player in the league. He could waltz into the, into the paint any day of the week he he would put him in some street clothes he's gonna waltz right into the freaking paint you like you could make him you could honestly make him put his put his left hand behind his back and have him drive to the paint and he could probably still score he could probably still score 40 percent of the time which is decent because I don't think you could ask, I don't think you're asking KD to do a, a one-handed layup while he's driving 
to into the paint from like half court. Like I think I think he is the most unstoppable ever, maybe. He's one of the best scorers ever because he can waltz into the paint whenever he wants to. And then even if you guys create a wall in front of the paint, in front of the basket, he also has great he also has great vision. He has great court vision. He's a he's a really good playmaker when you give him a chance. Uh when you give him a chance to pass it. He like PJ Tucker, you can have him standing in a corner waiting. If they have a wall, he is probably the best corner three-point shooter shooter uh in the league. So you have that. Chris Middleton's a great shooter. So is Drew Holiday. Like you just you're just surrounded by shooters. Even Brooke Lopez is a decent shooter. That's why I think that the Bucks are I think that they're at this point they they might be passing the they might be passing the Nets for best team in the league. This is all hot takes pretty much. I can these are just like hot this is just hot take after hot take. But that is the end of this pod. I hope that you guys loved it. Peace out. I have been gone for a while. I'm sorry. But this, I think this this is going to be a banger episode. I hope you guys love it. Peace out. God bless.